The Jackalope and the Cure for Cancer In the 1930s, Richard Chope discovered that gnarly bone-like tumors on rabbits were caused by the papillomavirus. This proved that cancer could be caused by a virus and directly led to the discovery of a vaccine against cervical cancer. Welcome to Two Thirds Oh, you're starting focus. already, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it almost went smoothly. Almost. <laughs> almost. I'm Rasmus. And I'm Red. And I'm Jan. And it's way too early to record a podcast. Damn. It's like what? Noon? One, no, no, it's... One, no, listen, listen, listen. This is Schrodinger's episode. If you don't say when we record, we are recording all the time. Yeah, but I, I'm still recording and it's still too early. So it's Sunday, it's 7 a.m. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Rick. Right. 7 a.m. on a Thursday at 4 p.m. No, wait. <laughs> Damn. No, it's it's actually, it's been a long time since we recorded in daylight. Yeah. Well, especially for me. Yeah, especially for you. But the sun is sun is going down in two hours. Oh, I yeah. just want to say you, you only have a, like a limited time left. We're going down to, uh, I think we're just above six hours of daylight now, and we'll dip down just below six hours uh, around Christmas. Is that during that six hours, uh, all the population going out to just enjoy the sunlight, or are you all acting as usual? And if you have to do stuff in, in the inside, you stay inside and don't see the sunlight well, at yeah. all. This is the depressing amount uh, of time when if you have an office job, uh, you are staying inside the office all day when it's sunlight outside. Uh, damn. Yeah. Which is absolutely not good for you, your health and your mental health. But yeah, anyway. that, that, this is why suicide is a thing. Yeah, especially in your countries, guys. Careful. No, I, well, not so bad, actually, because Norway yeah. has also that super population or that super gene that makes a lot of us uh, impervious to seasonal depression. I yeah, think that's yeah. the right yeah, way of yeah. saying it. <laughs> but Same as to, Icelandic people. But, not yeah. to all the other kinds of depressions. No, of course, we get those. Yeah. We're not that special. You're trying to sell us the idea that you kind of have superpower or something? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> How was your week, by the way? It's good. It's good. I fin. Well, I this week and now I had the last market of the season, mm-hmm. which went nearly as good as the previous years. But, but uh, I mean, I, I mean, it's went well enough that I'm not complaining. But also because the museum themselves bumped their commission up from ten percent to twelve percent. Yeah. And I sold slightly less. I mean, it means I, it means like I also made. A fair bit less money than I did last year, mm-hmm. but I'm not complaining. There is also plenty of people who come up and saying like, "Oh yeah, I've been meaning to talk to you, or I've been waiting all year to come here and buy things from you and things like that." Oh, that's cool. That's nice. Yeah, so that's that's a lot of fun. But now it's just finishing up like projects for for Christmas and starting to panic about possibly going to that massive market in the end of February up in Rodos. Oh, the the King's Market. Yeah, uh, I spent all morning today just crunching numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did complete inventory stock yesterday. And today I'm just crunching numbers and trying to figure out like, oh, okay, so how much shit do I need to make? And going through the whole thing of, okay, if I'm optimistic of the 70,000 people who show up, I might sell to 1% of those that come. Mm-hmm. That's very optimistic because it's such a big market that all 70,000 will never actually pass through my booth. But if I aim for 1%, I should be in the clear. Yeah. And it's like, okay, uh, but how do I know what to make enough of? And it's like, trying to go through the whole list of things I've sold over this year and just see the distribution of like, okay, how many roses did I sell? How many hard tooks? How many knife blades? Seven hundred of each. 
ideally, but there's also I only like have a month to produce things. Yeah. I have January. Sleep faster. I told you already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleepless as fast as I can. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fun. But yeah, no, I, I'm I've had this just run in because there's so many numbers and I try to just grasp them at the right end and, and follow mm. all of them through and not make any mistakes. But it, it's it's getting there. Yeah, I'm not I hope. sure if you mentioned that. Um, on the podcast, I know you mentioned it to us that like, they told you you're the only blacksmith there. Uh, or they you... sort of. They I asked them about a few controls questions just to see like the the how big of a market I might actually have at this market because if they already have like ten other blacksmiths showing up at this massive fair, then yeah, there might be room for another one. Mm-hmm. But I will still have competition. I still have a lot of unique things, but I will have competition. But they also told me that they haven't had a single blacksmith for the last couple of fairs. Uh, I mean, like the last two before the pandemic. Uh, something like it anyway so if I'm still the only one then that's very good but I am pretty sure that they because they asked me to apply for the market then they probably asked a lot of other blacksmiths to do the same yeah so I still haven't been officially accepted to the fair but I think I will be and I don't have the time to wait so I need to start planning now and anyway uh if I spend a whole of January just building up a massive nice booth, I will still be able to use that for the rest of the markets of the year. Yeah, yeah. so just it's just a say, nice... Same with the products. I mean, it's not like yeah. either you go there or not, but you still have, you're still going to need the products over the year. It might as... I mean, the worst case scenario, you have a little bit more time for other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to spend basically most of January, February making stock for the rest of the year anyway. Mm. So I, I, I just starting a bit early and a bit more focused than what I normally would. But... Enough of that. How the fuck are you doing, though, Jan? You got stabbed. I got stabbed three times today. Damn. That's, yeah. <laughs> and you sound happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, it's just some um, normal uh, shots that I took today uh, for, for the upcoming travel. Some vaccination stuff. Um, so if an animal comes at me with foaming mouth i'm still i'm still gonna <laughs> run away from it but it won't be as bad if it gets me <laughs> catch it cook it yeah. eat it yeah especially with the foam yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called nouvelle cuisine <laughs> nah, it was just like the, 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 the normal the normal shot for traveling into asian countries yeah where yeah so um also, oh now i can actually finally talk about it Um, Yeah, I started blacksmithing um, again a couple weeks already. But by the time this podcast releases, I'm going to be able to give the uh, birthday present away. So that's already going to be done. So I can finally talk about it. Yeah, so I had a buddy of mine who's also getting old. And uh, he has the thing about shoehorns. So Mm. we had a shoehorn here and it broke. And he's been complaining ever since. Every time he has to leave or he he goes or leaves from our place that he has to like somehow wrestle himself into his shoes. Um, So that's becoming kind of a running gag. So what I did is um, made the last shoehorn he's ever going to need. I basically converted, but because I was broke, I've made two of them. Uh, I converted two crowbars into shoehorns. Yeah. Cool. yeah, that'll do. <laughs> there's, there's also really cool uh, hanging in the entryway because, um, I mean, the police is going to look a little bit strange when you said that you hit the burglar with your shoehorn and they see the state <laughs> of that person. <laughs> but yeah, that thing's never going to break. That's so I made, I, I, ready, I made those. I finished those completely this week after coming back from the business trip and everything. 
And um, yeah, I'm actually going to give it to him tomorrow. So by the time the podcast comes out, that's, that's nice. going to be done. Yeah, and then there's also going to be some pictures of it because I've been yes. kind of doc- documenting a little bit of the process. Yeah, so, very cool. But I, because he's following an Insta, I'm not able to upload those yet. Yeah, tomorrow you'll be. Yeah, all in due time. So that, that yeah, other than that, still the same. Um, I'm home for a couple of days because one of my business appointments canceled, mm-hmm. which I am not mad about because that just gives me more time at home. And to prepare mm-hmm. a little bit and a little bit of less driving because I've done like 2,000 kilometers within the last two weeks oh, with the car. That's a lot. And um, also going to, yeah, next week is going to be the last week of bis- like further business travels. So done when that's over. Uh, I'm glad when that's over. Words. And then it's another week of office and then buggering off to Thailand? Exactly. Yeah. Cool. We, we will pretend we'll miss you, but we'll just be envious of what... <laughs> Not the weather, but vacation, I guess. I, I I may or may not take my um equipment with me to maybe be able to join one or two. I I'm, I'm actually I looked at the time. It would be two o'clock in the morning in Thailand for me to join. Yeah. If the recording would be at the usual time. That's feasible with a drive. For you, friend. maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, for you. I mean, come on, you're gonna party all night long, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> last, last year we went to Thailand and I went to bed. Like I think we went to bed usually around nine o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about you, Red? How's your week? Yeah. Uh, the, the week has been good. It's been uh, the usual working, a um, lot of designing on uh, Illustrator, trying to finish my quiver. Uh, yeah. Which is that close to be to be completely done and should be uh, when the podcast airs. And for the audio listeners, Red is holding his fingers about an inch apart. Yeah, which is that, <laughs> that, that close. Uh, no, but it's actually uh, on topic, uh, the thing that we, we're going to discuss, uh, discuss in, in, in a second, and I'll tell you more about that uh, when we discuss it. Uh, other than that, uh, yeah, a lot of designing and prep for the next project. Uh, also, uh, guess what? Uh, I will be doing tomorrow morning. Playing Elden Ring? Uh, no, the other Fuck thing. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what I usually do, like once once in a while, especially recently. Sleep? Uh, no, I'll be fixing my car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who would have thought better? that? <laughs> yeah. oh, damn, shit. Because you're they... not getting Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, my there, there is a thing um, on the left of the steering wheel. I have no idea how it's called in English, um, but that broke. So now when I put when I turn the light on, I can't put the blinkers. Uh, left or right because if I do my lights shut down turn off automatically <laughs> okay which is kind of annoying at night especially mm-hmm. uh, so yeah I've not been able to drive recently uh, and I absolutely have to fix that shit um, so I've ordered a part and it, it will arrive today so tomorrow morning but I will have to sorry. fix that is it the handle itself that's broken it's it's the electronic bits inside the handle of okay. the blinkers and the lights yeah. uh, that okay, are, okay. Are, are basically uh, gone or there is a, a short circuit or something like that because 
mechanically, the handle is still working, uh, but it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing. So mm. yeah, that's that's a little bit annoying because I already changed that specific part like six months ago. Um, but yeah, that's what happens when you have to buy cheap parts because they are not made anymore. So you have to buy um, yeah cheap parts, uh, probably made somewhere uh but not by the manufacturer uh of the mm. of peugeot by by the car why 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 bother maybe because of the horn but nobody in france uses signals exactly but i do <laughs> which is super annoying because no you have you are, I have an excellent point i was i was explaining uh what happened to my dad the other day and i was like yeah it's it's uh, i won't be the only one driving without the blinkers but then I had to uh, fetch the kid from school and it was very frustrating for me to not be able to put the blinkers on yeah. because that's something I always do. And I was like having this feeling of being outlaw suddenly and researched by all the cops in, in the area because mm -hmm. I was not driving properly. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, it, it, I, I do it and... Anyway, I will fix my car tomorrow, and and yeah, a um, lot of video editing. But I'm I'm almost almost done with that project, and can't wait because I'm excited to release the video, nice. and also Ooh. start the next project because it's been in the back of my mind for a, a very yeah. long time. So yeah, that's that's basically been my week. And the raclette season is uh, officially opened. So yeah. <gasps> <laughs> Don't move your arms, Jan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jan did a dumb. <laughs> yeah. I, I did some really dumb. Yeah. Oh, we had already had Reclet like twice. Yeah. Uh, me too. Me too. Uh, like last Sunday and the previous Wednesday. Because both times uh, we ate with my parents. Uh, Wednesday just because they had Reclet left. So we helped them finish the Reclet. And then they oh, came. Very kind of you. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we invited them uh, on Sunday because uh, they've never been both at the same time uh, in our new home. Uh, so we invited them for lunch. And just after lunch, it was the last F1 Grand Prix of the year. So, um, oh, yeah. As a gift, kind of, I uh, wanted to. to, to to do to my father, uh, we invited them so he can finally watch uh, Grand Prix on a big screen, like brand new TV. And cool. It was fun to be all together watching the the Grand Prix uh, because my kid is a big fan now. Uh, I'm as well, my dad as well, my mother is watching, and my wife is watching as well. So it was the wow. the five of us watching uh, five the people race. yelling at the TV. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> so no, that was that was a good afternoon uh, together. So yeah, and we had raclette again. So was nice. cool. What is that? Isn't that a funny thing on a raclette though? Like people always say it's a raclette season, but actually it's just people wanting to do one raclette dinner. But then yeah. they have cheese left over, so they make make more stuff to go with it. Exactly. And then they have stuff go over, and the cheese is gone. And then they have to do another dinner where they buy more yeah. cheese, and then it's exactly. vice versa, just going back and forward. <laughs> so yeah. sometime in January they finally figure it out, and then they have enough for the rest of the year. No, no, in March, in March. In March, the, yeah, the, exactly. The and then, and then they yeah. in, and then October, November they forget about it and start off from the beginning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's the old point with raclette. You always buy more cheese than you need because then you can 
Keep exactly, and then they have to yeah. like cut up more stuff to eat with the rest of the cheese, and then there's exactly. some of oh, the stuff so left over. Yeah, oh, oh. I love it. Yeah, that's one of the perks of winter raclette, the best. The cheese goodiness. Yeah. Anyway, what's the topic today, Raz? Well, you you, you nearly segued earlier. Yeah, I almost <laughs> did, <laughs> but no, it's on you today. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> We've talked about procrastination plenty of times mm-hmm. on the podcast, but I, I sort of at some point had a small realization that talking, I don't recall when, it's a while back now, but I'm talking to someone who was like, I need to get this perfect. Mm-hmm. And then they went straight on to also talking about how they were afraid of starting new projects. Yeah, I was like, wait, hold on. So you're procrastinating starting a new project by never finishing the one you're currently at because you pretend that there's imperfections in it you want to fix. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ooh, that sounds like a very common thing just as soon as he phrased that. And is that something you feel about? Like, I, I guess I know with your leatherworking that you can always add more details to the leather by tooling it and doing all of that. Yeah, to a point. To a point, yeah. Um, no, but I, I really understand what you're saying. And as I, I, as I told you just before we started the recording, it, it was like, you read my mind with this topic because that's something I was thinking like three days ago uh, when I was working on my quiver and I was like, damn, this quiver takes so much time. It, it Usually I work faster than that. I've been working on it for probably like three weeks, uh, including oh. the editing of the video, which is kind of unusual for a project for me. Usually it's like one week you edit the video and yeah. in every 10 days or two weeks, I should be able to, to publish a new project and new video and so on and so on. But um, this time it's taking so much time, much more than I I had planned originally. And so I give it a thought and I was like, yeah, but it's the conclusion of me thinking about that project is that I'm, I'm scared. Mm. That's one of the few projects that I'm scared of doing. Reason being that I've already uh, done it once and I screwed up I screwed up the paint part of the project ah. many months ago. And so I was so annoyed and so disappointed uh, to myself that I had to pause that project for many months in order to get the... Uh, motivation back and to mm. uh, tackle this project again without being annoyed and mad at myself and so on and so on. So um, it's it's kind of unusual for me to get scared by a project. And now I've passed this painting part of the project. So everything is back on track like usual, but I'm still taking my time because if I screw up again, this project on the last final uh, steps, like the final assembly or the gluing or whatever, I will have to redo everything again. And that's something I really don't want to have to, to, to have to do. So I'm slowing down my usual pace just to be certain that not that it is perfect, but I'm not screwing, screwing the project up so I don't have to do it again simply for a video or for the purpose of the uh, of me selling the pattern. So if a client asks me for the project, I will be happy to make him one, but the purpose of the project will be different. So if, if it makes sense, it's not like the same project over again for like the third time. See what I mean? Yeah, I think so. 
But is it, are you then sort of mostly slowing down now because you don't have time to do it again or simply because you don't want to do it again and fuck up again? I don't want to fuck up again. That That's basically yeah. it. I would have the time to, to do it again and to start over and to make it for clients or for whatever. Yeah. But yeah, this one, the one I'm working on for the video, that one I don't want to fuck it up again. So mm. I'm taking my time and, and, and I realized the other day, yeah, it's because I'm scared to... to screw up again uh, but it's not it, really procrastinating though if you like take your time to just do it slower it's not yeah, about, like no, keeping yourself yeah. away from doing the stuff well that that's exactly it i was like i need time to think about the next step oh that's and, procrastinating yeah yeah and, and so by doing that i was doing other stuff i was editing the video i was making a reward for my patreons i was working on different projects so i was definitely procrastinating but it was only because I was scared by the project, which is kind of the idea behind that was I want I don't want to to fuck it up. I want it to be to be exactly uh, what I imagined when I started the project. So it has to match the idea that I had. So basically, it has to be perfect, mm. as perfect as it was in my mind when I started it. Yeah. But okay. But then you're only thinking about what's how the perfection you have inside your mind, not yeah. the perfection that other people are limited to see. If you get what I mean, I because, see. Yeah, okay, I understand. Because yeah. like when when I'm working on this uh, well, like this cover for the well I'm work the, that I got, mm-hmm. uh, where I'm welding on like the, this one mil wire mesh to twelve mil square. Yeah, well done, like, by the way. It's a lot of ugly welding going on. But, yeah, but that's not easy to do. Thank you. Uh, but it's a lot of ugly welding going on. <laughs> but most of that is, first of all, it's hidden on the underside of it. Yeah. You will have to pay, you have to like make an effort to try to see any of that. Mm-hmm. The other thing is the, cost, the client pro- is not an educated welder. There is a very, very good chance that he will not recognize good welding from bad welding. Yeah. And it's going to be painted anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like, as long as it's structurally sound. Yeah. That's good enough. It doesn't need to be prettier than that. Also, I don't have the time. I don't want to spend more time on it, but I want it to be as perfect as possible. But that is limited by budget and time and me getting annoyed and stressed and want to finish the thing. So, I mean, uh, in this case, it's a video for you or is it a video for client? I don't recall if you specified that. No, it's a video for that. me. It's a video for YouTube. But, yeah. but I Which will means the standard the is way higher yeah, than it- if you did it for a client who doesn't know better. Uh, yeah, probably. I don't know because uh, I mean everyone has its his own standards, right? Yeah. Every every YouTuber that I see making pro- project is like at some point they have to say, mm, "It's good enough. It's good enough for the video, or it's good enough for the client, or it's yeah. good enough for me." That's basically the three things that comes to my mind right now. If mm. it's good enough for you, that's fine. Because you are setting up your own standards for your work. If it's good enough for a client, so many um, things can come into consideration, like the time, like the the the, the cost, uh, how many, uh, how much you're gonna get paid, and 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 the satisfaction of the clients. Because as you said, it doesn't know, uh, it doesn't know better, it doesn't know better than you, and so you are supposed to be giving more than he should ex, uh, expect probably um and for the video it's like a all all different topic maybe mm. you always have the viewers that haven't done 
anything in their life but will judge you and judge your work, which is fine, scan of the game. Um, the people that will know uh, what it implies um, watching your video and uh, the people that have no idea and just enjoying the video. So you can adapt to whatever, uh, whether you want to charm in your video, whether the, your audience is probably, um, if that makes sense again. I think it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my point being is, my point being, um, the standards that you set up for a project is totally up to you, depending if, if it's for you, for a client, for a friend or whatever. I personally try to have the the same standards all the time to mm. good, to make good quality work uh, for me, for my friends, for my clients, for the video and, and so on and so on. So um, I don't have different degrees of good enough. And my good enough is is trying to get as close as possible as perfection. Although yeah. perfection is, again, very subjective and it's set up by myself because of my standards. So it's kind of the uh, the vicious circle of you trying to uh, be as good as you can, but you are also limited by your abilities and, and your view of the project and, 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 and the world or the client or your audience. I don't know. Yeah. What, what about you, Jan? What do you think? Well, except from the that I'm deleting videos all the time that I'm making <laughs> before even releasing them because I'm not happy with them. Uh, yes, procrastination is kind of becoming like a sport. Um, for me, it starts earlier. It's not finishing. What I when I start a project, I'll try to finish it. Mm-hmm. But what happens a lot because I'm not afraid of the finishing part. For me, it's the preparation phase for a new project. Because then I think it's like, well, maybe I could use this part in it. And then I'm like something ridiculous hard to find. So I'm trying to find that. Or I'm going like, hmm, maybe I should, oh, I should really have that tool to do that properly. Mm-hmm. And procrastinate by ordering another tool or saving up for another tool that I only mm-hmm. probably going to need one time. And in the end, it all ends up that I, just before I want to start the project, I go on YouTube and I see somebody else making that exact thing just using household items, doing a fantastic job with it and me not starting the project at all because I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, next, <laughs> doing something else. And then the whole circle starts again. There's been literally there's been literally projects I am planning or I want to do since five years ago and I have not started yet. And that's purely because of procrastination. Not I have everything that I would need. I always find something that I could make a little bit better or um, another part that is a little bit either more up to date or more fitting for the project. But I could just start now and I'm still procrastinating. So at that point, it's not not about the tools or the, the missing hardware or anything. It's purely procrastination. To me, that's that's exactly procrastination. The, the thing that you said before, like seeing someone else on YouTube having done the, the same project or mm-hmm. using a different tool, for me, that's not procrastination. That's you being kind of smart with your time and energy because you, you have to... Now, doing a, a YouTube video is so much time invested, so much effort, so much, so much thinking, so much... Uh, time to edit the video it's a lot of work so you saving your time energy and work by not doing something that has been done like multiple times it's also just being smart because you know that you won't get the reward 
that you would deserve for your work by getting views. It's not uh, so much a reward you. as I don't want people to like, oh, look at him just copying somebody else's. Yeah, and that like that I, too. I, I have no problem if I see somebody who's like not going by subscriber crown, but kind of like in the same ballpark as I'm doing something and I'm doing the same. Mm-hmm. I don't really have an issue with it. I kind of feel better when it's one of the like big YouTubers is doing it, and I'm yeah. just basically about to do exactly the same thing, and I think like nah, because we all know like it often happens that you see one of the big YouTuber does something, yeah. And it's just like not the exact same thing, but like the same technique has been copied by for the next three months by mm. every other maker under the planet. Yeah, I, I have a thought, different thought on that uh, around that though, because I don't think it's a bad thing to have the same idea as another big, especially like another big YouTuber, and do that similar kind of project. I think almost that proves that the idea you had is good. And that you should do it. It's just bad timing that you did it the week after they did it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it also depends. Like, are you doing this just for fun? Are you afraid of the criticism, or are you doing this because you want to be a YouTube star of some sort? I mean, that kind of influences the choices you have. Because if you're solely doing this for the money of it, then doing it after another big one is a good way of <laughs> jumping on that bad wagon and getting more interest yeah, more this, views on it this is not why i'm doing it i kind of i'm I, I know, doing stuff know. because i want to do it for fun and yeah. for me it's just there's no but I, if i make a video about it i want for the people to watch it to not just be entertaining but a little bit of value in it and i don't see that value if somebody else has done it like a week before which we are to be open in the maker scene like everybody's probably already have seen it yeah but if you're doing it for your own sake and just for fun. Well, I'm then doing the project for myself, care? but I don't film it. Yeah, yeah, but uh, like if if you even are doing the video 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 just for your own sake, why do you care about if someone else did the same thing? No, it's like the, the video I'm doing for like not just me. Like, of course, I like the editing part. Like, I like everything mm-hmm. about it, like the filming, the editing of it. But I also, in order for me to make it worth uploading it, I wanted to have value for other people watching it. Mm. I'm not. It's not. It's not that I'm not doing the projects. Yeah, yeah, like no, if somebody no, no, else has done that. the project, I just don't film it. I just do it for myself, especially if it's something useful and I want to use it for myself. But I don't see the value in doing a video and posting about it. I, I think you're wrong. I, I think you're very wrong. I think I the think fact right. that... Uh, I mean, I, 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 <laughs> I, I share um, Jan's idea. Uh, it, it happened to me like a long time ago. It was that time when the whole family, my wife and I, uh, and the kid were watching uh, Moana, Vienna, the mm-hmm. Disney movie. Yeah, Moana. Mo- yeah. Moana. The title has been changed in France. I don't remember. Yeah, because which porn star. Uh, what? Because of a porn star. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, or uh, which, which is hilarious because the porn star becoming more famous because there was a news article about them changing the name of the, the Disney movie. Oh. Because they just realized she existed and then she got popular because they changed the name and made a deal okay. out of it. Yeah. Anyway, we were watching this Disney <laughs> thing. Um, and, and you know, the, the Sumi God has this big uh, wooden hook, which like is amazing uh, yeah. and enables him to, to ship form. Um, and, and at the time, Bobby Duke uh, made this uh, yes. great video about him doing this big hook. And, and I wanted to make one for my kid. But when I saw his video, I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to make it better or make it as good as him. 
And if I, even if I do make a video which is that I would have been proud of, everybody would have told me, ah, oh, he, he's done that, Bobby done that like last week or last month, and you're just copying him to get the views. And that's not something that you want to hear. Well, but why, why do you care? Be, I, I don't know why I care, but you know when... Because when, I don't understand why you care. I don't understand why you you want to make this thing and then suddenly you lose all motivation because someone else did it and it looks good. No, I think we, as a content creator, you want to be able to create uh, original content and original stuff and I, and I have different ideas. Yeah, but you both of you have an original voice. Isn't that enough? No, I get that. And, and, and you're right, somehow. I've been also in the ah. other... <laughs> I, I disagree. Partly, 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 partly right. Um, I've, I've also been in the other position to have one of my videos getting a lot of views and a few months later or a few weeks later having someone else doing the exact same project and getting even more views. And that was super annoying for me because... Like you, you want to be the original stuff to be the 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 one that people will turn to in order to have the first idea of the project and how you made yeah, it. Yeah, you and want to be Steve Jobs. No, I no no. Let, let so let let me let me be clear about something. I don't want to be famous. I don't want to be no, rich. I, I, I know, I know. But I, you you want to make the idea stand in its own leg and be original. Yeah, I think so. I think that Steve Jobs. Uh, he's been copying so many. And he's also been dead for more than five years. Yeah, also. Um, Having <laughs> uh, no, having having an original idea, I think is is um, something that you can be proud proud of. Especially when you are a, um, a craftsman or a content creator, getting copied is like part of the game. But uh, mm-hmm. the idea that you copy something is like something that is is hard to leave. I mean, you you don't want people to think that you have copied someone in order to get recognition or or just money. You but want what if you, you copy them and do a better job of it? It's you not, improve upon yeah, the original yeah, idea. Yeah, but it's it's also different because so one of the when you start this or you do a project you have it in your mind you come up with the idea you think you had something special there so in that case i already have um expectations mm-hmm. on myself on how to do that mm-hmm. and not just if somebody else released it at first it's not in my head it's not original anymore and i'm already failing my expectations also i'm seeing how the person is doing it and one of the big things i like about with my project is coming up with my own solutions for it or like working around uh, problems if mm-hmm. i have somebody laying it out for me how it's done it's automatically going to influence me mm, that's so true. i would have done it probably different and maybe some of them would have been better and some of them would have not have been as good as the person doing it but just by seeing that other video, I already changing in my mind how I'm going to approach the project. And that's not the original idea anymore because See, I, I am case, influenced. In that case, that's where I, uh, you and I differ. I would still do the thing to show my way of doing it. If I had the, an idea, I'd... Yeah, I'm all about efficiency, though. If I see that person, I just like, well, why didn't I think about it? I'm not going to copy that. Oh, yeah. you Germans. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would... It, it could be your take on, on a project by just showing the way you would do it. Yeah, but I already failed my it, own expectations in that moment. 
No, so that I that. understand because same time, bad timing, same idea, different maker, and, and all of that. You want to be original. You want to be to stand on your own and make the idea like yours, properly yours, like being, uh, being but, uh, the kind me, of though, thing that you do. To me, that that just sounds like you're getting your ego getting the way. Probably, yeah. It's probably an ego M- thing. Might be. The nice thing is, it's my hobby. Like I don't have to second think it all the time. It's just how I oh, feel yeah. in that moment. Is how I react on. <laughs> so well, I don't, well, I don't overthink and it, and I don't sit down and analyze myself. Usually, I just go like, ah, fuck, <laughs> and just yeah. move on. And you have that that bit, little bit of discouragement, and then you just drop it because it's not actually important, so to speak. But it's not. It's like I have three hundred other ideas in my head that I could do and prepare for, and then I start with the next project, prepare for the next project. Yeah, which 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 I guess is the complete opposite of like perfection as procrastination. It's more like you're procrastinating doing the thing you initially wanted by getting distracted by whole new ideas and other projects. Oh, of course. Yeah. Which is the whole flip side. But if I if I may just rewind a little bit from that, like no, I would like to say that they're fuck off. I can edit you out. <laughs> uh, is that there are? I would like to uh, propose that there are no original ideas. For sure. The, every single thing we do build upon something already done. Yeah. Especially for me when it comes to blacksmithing. I mean. <laughs> We're talking 3,000 years of the same seven techniques being used. Yeah. Yeah, we have bigger, more fanciful tools, and the raw materials we're using have a higher quality. But anyone 3,000 years ago with enough time and materials could have done all of the same things I can do today. It's just the speed and technique of it that has changed a little bit, but the practice of it, that the actual motions you need, or the actual thing you end up making could have been done. So if if I'm if I may just go on, like uh, none of my products are unique. Nothing that I sell is 100% unique. Mm-hmm. Like all of the things I started making when I finished school is things I learned in school mm-hmm. that I learned from my teacher that he learned from someone. The roses I make today, I didn't learn in school. I saw someone else make a steel rose. I just found a way to make them that fit the tools and skills I had at the time. Right? Uh, yeah, but let's say a client asks you to make a big steel gate and yeah. with scrolls and upset parts and roses and stuff. All the techniques that are, are used to make that, that gate are stuff that you learn in school. But the final product, the, the gate that you will deliver to the client will be signed, loan. That will be your thing. Yeah. Yeah, but that, that's more like the whole picture is unique. The individual parts of it is not. Yeah, exactly. So your final product is is the final product that you delivered and that that's what makes it unique. Yeah, that it yes, yes, absolutely. But it's not unique in my mind because it is built upon a lot of things that I have borrowed and stolen from other people. Although it is, because you had the yeah. idea to put them together in order to f- to create yeah. something new which makes that thing unique but it's it's like when you build something out of legos i mean yeah the thing you build might be your own unique creation but mm-hmm. it's built upon the most basic building blocks literally yeah but everything is everything yeah yeah that's my point so w- that uh, that's why i don't get the whole thing of someone else did this youtube thing i can't do it anymore that doesn't make any sense to me i get your point i get your point i think that the, the thing is different it, it if if it's only making the thing for your own benefit 
or for sing, selling it to clients or giving it to friends or, or stuff like that. There is mm-hmm. absolutely nothing wrong doing it like someone else did. If it, if the purpose of the thing is to have an original idea and to present present it to the world, so to speak, because you mm-hmm. will publish it on, on the socials uh, and being like uh, the first one or the best one at doing this thing before you get copied. I understand why it can be important for some people, but I also understand that it's only ego and usually ego is a bad thing. I remember all the discussion that they have, uh, they had in, I, it was probably making it podcast, someone explaining that the first guy that had this idea for the river type, uh, river table, river table yeah. wanted to uh, deposit some kind of, of patent on it and wanting to get paid for uh, every table produced in the world. If you would call that a river table. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. you've been the first one to make it. But uh, as a movie director uh, would say, uh, once the movie is done, it, it doesn't belong to you anymore. It, it becomes the public knowledge. It, it, it belongs to the public. So the idea is the same. As, as soon as you have released the project, an original idea into the world by publishing it, uh, on the socials, it's not your idea anymore. So I agree. You can't be surprised to be. There will combined. be a lot of patent lawyers that will disagree with you. <laughs> no, no, no. The idea is free to to be used Absolutely. by by anyone. The way you make the idea a reality, of course, the patent the patent has to be respected, and you have to pay the right and so on and so on. But for art, as because it's it's usually. What it comes down to on YouTube, it's like entertainment. So it's it's somehow art. If I make something, if I make my, my quiver that I'm that I'm making right there, it's I, I can idea. hear Steve disagreeing with the use of art already. Yeah, well, I, that's okay. <laughs> um, the quiver that I'm making right now is not my idea. It's come it comes from a designer from Ubisoft that made yeah. the quiver for the game. My idea is to take something that doesn't exist. In real and put life, it into that, the physical room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it only it only exists it's, so far in a video game, and I want to make it It's called prop making, and yours is a really I, high quality. Hopefully, I just realized, Red, that what you're doing is 3D printing using cows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> I'm gonna make myself a shirt with that. <laughs> Where's Miss Leatherwork? Printing shit with cows. Really printing shit with cows. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Since 1997. Oh yeah, damn. I like that. I Thank see those know. those cows being wrapped around a filament holder. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm just derailing the whole conversation. No, no, that, that's good. That's uh, my, my last one being, uh, yeah. I mean, it, 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 if it all comes down to ego, I understand the procrastination thing because of the quality of the or, or, or the per- perfection that you want to reach ego is how you see yourself compared to how other people will see you right personally i don't give a fuck i don't want to be to be famous on youtube i, I want to be successful on youtube doesn't mean mm. that i want to be uh, youtube famous I, I don't want people stopping me in the street and asking me to sign stuff and and no i just want to do the things that i will i like to do i want to do uh, possibly make a living out of it, but uh, by by the views, not by 
who I am or my face and stuff. That's why I don't turn my videos into, oh, look, I'm going to show you how I make stuff, talk for 55 minutes and show two, mini, two minutes of the, the making of the actual project and call that a build video, right? Mm. Um, but I understand that um, the quality of the final product reflects who you are, what your standards are. So if you if you produce a, a shitty, let's say, knife, for example, uh, or you, where you can still see uh, the, the weld and it's not ground correctly and you still have some kind of, of um, stains or rust on it, yeah. if that's perfect for you, if that answer to your standards um, means that your standards are probably shit because yeah. if that's something that it's, if that's a piece that you want money for and you would be willing to sell that that knife to a client uh, it's kind of dishonest to rob them from their money for a shitty product therefore it means that your standards if you judge that knife being good enough to be sold your standards are shit yeah I mean, everything we make is representation of us in the moment we make it. Yeah, so that's why I... If you, I, I, if you have a bad day, then that thing might be shit. If you have a good day, that thing might be good. That's, or better, yeah, worse yeah. than average. Or still be shit. Oh, yeah, but I mean, it depends on the lenses for you to, through, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, because this is like something that I have to disagree with, right? It's just because somebody, like, because of you talked about the quality or shit quality, mm-hmm. for someone who is limited in abilities and also tools to make oh, no, a I knife. No, I meant on, on purpose. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, it was. I was. Oh, like, okay, okay, about, okay. But Rasmus, I've seen blacksmith basically selling their work, which I could see that they were probably on an apprentice level, just by by the way it were built. But they were proud of yeah. it. They didn't make a deal of it. Either. No, no. Okay, I, I I understand that. I was talking about Rasmus, and I know how he works and what the standards standards of Rasmus mm. are. So if he would be selling a, a knife like that, I would know. I would understand that he was like not giving a fuck. The the important thing is to do your best each and every time to to do everything that is in your ability to produce the the best work that you can like believing in your work and being mm. honest about it. If you are fully honest about your work, selling a piece that another blacksmith or another client would judge as like not perfect and not straight or that could require a little bit of work, that's not being dishonest because you've, you've made your best. You, you've given your best in order to do the thing. I'm not pretending that my leather work is absolutely the best or it's perfect, but every time I do something or make something, I make it to the best of my abilities, Mm -hmm. which makes my product uh, honest. If they are not the best, they are at least honest. And I try to price them accordingly because I I also know um, that there is always a bigger bear. There is always a better blacksmith uh, somewhere. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, you you can only sort of uh, compare yourself to yourself, I think. Yeah, which which sort of again goes on to the whole YouTube thing. Like, if you can't really compare yourself to other people in that sense, yeah, you can say I 
borrow this idea from some, from that fella mm-hmm. or other people might call you out and say like you stole that idea from them mm-hmm. but still it's it turns into an original thing as soon as you translate it to the medium of you yeah i agree with that when and that goes for like even quality like yeah when you make something again i think it is a representation of who you are in the moment you make it yeah because in the act of making it changes you you become better so next time it will be better absolutely and that goes with pricing as well like uh i'm super annoyed that i have such a supporting family that kept all of the ugly shit i made early on in my career as a blacksmith because i still have to see them when i visit (laughs) and there's that ugly hard look i mean outside my door is the hard look (laughs) that my nan kept this is this the fourth or fifth i ever made and it's horrible to me yeah i i get that but it's still there yeah and same thing with the 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 fuse stuff that i uh, forged for my parents they are still hanging in the living room and even though i know that's not my best work for them it was at the time yeah yeah Um, it was the best at the time that's true yeah and it not only represents a person you used to be it represents uh how should i say this uh a moment in time and more like the enthusiasm and the courage of putting something out there yeah that's very important now now i kind of now i kind of want to go down look at my projects that i made and think oh what was i procrastinating at that time <laughs> like <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, uh, Jamie Reader mentioned that, like, also when we talked about procrastination, I guess that's nearly a year ago now. Mm-hmm. It okay. might be a trend here with procrastination procrastination before Christmas, yeah. uh, saying, like, the art of procrastination and getting other shit done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, True. oh, like, and you mentioned the whole thing of, like, oh, yeah, taxes is due. Let me mm-hmm. clean the whole apartment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The it's... house has never been that clean <laughs> yeah. since tax season. Yeah, I like what you said, Raz, about um, a certain product being like a photography of you at a certain point in time and, and you, your skills, your abilities and so on and so on, but also the courage that brought you from nothing, from a total yeah. beginner or just someone with the will to create something to the person that was able to do so. Um I really like this idea because I know that some people are um, kind of admirative uh, towards makers or people making videos on YouTube. Or say that again. They admire. Admiring? Yeah. yeah okay. uh, what, did I, what did I say? Admirative? It's the, the French shit. Uh, yes, are, it's yeah. French shit. <laughs> you can edit that. Um, no. So, uh, no, you will. I know people admire uh, other people making um, stuff on the social makers and YouTube and they don't want to start something and they usually take the excuse of procrastination and perfection to not start at all, which I, I can I can understand because it can be fright- frightening to have to invest money, time, efforts, um into a new craft uh, into new skills uh and you will have to face um disappointment uh, a lot uh failure a lot in order to reach the point that you will be able to produce exactly what you want to produce but that's not 
that being said, even though you reach that point, you will still face procrastination and perfection and this ego thing of you being scared of a, a project and pushing it back because you want it to be perfect and and that's all in all it's all it's all bullshit if you want to make stuff just make stuff you will i mean when you started to ride a bike it was like not perfect the first time and you and you fail and you hurt yourself probably a few times before being able to go straight uh same thing with with everything we do in life so why crafts would I, be different I, I, I might want to go even a bit more fundamental walking yeah walking you same. fall a lot when learning to walk yeah. but your parents never looked at you and go oh yeah he fell three times I guess walking is not for him yeah or speaking <laughs> a foreign language or whatever whatever yeah, you do yeah uh, I mean I know I know yeah. English not perfect I ah, fuck it I don't care I mean I'm able to express the idea that I want to express I'm able to communicate with most of the time. Most of the time, uh, <laughs> for you. Uh, <laughs> that one was clear. Uh, I'm able to communicate <laughs> with my friends. I'm able to share ideas with people from the whole world, and that's what's important. And if I could meet my uh, high school English teacher again, one would be proud of me because she was. That was exactly what she wanted from us. Like talk, you will make mistake. That's not a problem. People are not... Like that one. What? Mistake instead of mistakes. Yeah. You said you said singular. You, should, yeah. you, you, do, you do plural, clearly. No, no, you make only one mistake in your life. Are, are we really qualified to... <laughs> <laughs> that one. You, you will never put ace at mistakes and that's fine. Uh, no, but another teacher was like, no, you have to speak perfect English all the time. No, why? That was judging you. If someone is judging you because you don't put an S at mistakes, like, okay, but is that really the people that you want to share with your life with and communicate and exchange idea? I I don't think so. I mean, we don't we don't care. I mean, I know people cooking French dishes in the wrong way, but that's okay. They're still my friend. I mean, we don't care. <laughs> it's still wrong. They're still, still my friend, but it's wrong. <laughs> it's wrong, but they're still my friend, right? And the whole point is, is, my whole point is that if you want to create stuff, you don't have to, to be perfect all the time. So it's okay to procrastinate because you want to reach perfection, but that's not a requirement for you to start something or to do something. And even though the idea the, the, is not yours, it's not original, it shouldn't stop you from making it again for yourself or for the public. I mean, yeah. just just spend 10 minutes of your time on TikTok, you will see all the people doing the, all, the same video with the same sound and just because it's trendy and it gives them recognition and views and stuff. Yeah. They don't they don't think that much. I mean, if they want to do it, that's just the impulse that is important. If you have the the will to do something, to make something, fuck it, do it. Sounds like something to focus on. <laughs> you want to go first, Jan? Nope, not this time because I'm still I'm still looking. <laughs> it was just too good to pass up the head. Okay, segue. I'm going to start yeah. then. Um, okay. I've talked about it already in the past uh, few episodes. It was not that long ago. Uh, there is this uh, TV show on Netflix called 1899. It's from Ooh, the yeah. guys that made The Dark, another show on Netflix. And it's damn good. Uh, I finished watching it, uh, watching it 
not washing it. See, doesn't doesn't really matter. Everybody understood what Second I was saying. Second mistake. Yeah. Um, uh, I I finished washing it. Watching, damn it, <laughs> watching it uh, this week. Uh, Almost in one sitting, almost. I mean, Ooh. like I, I've I've done episode one, then the next day, the second one, and then the third one, and after that, all the rest. Um, it's really good. I really enjoyed it. It's like the kind of weird, fun thing, supernatural sci-fi. Don't really know what's happening, uh, but it's it's very well made. Um, the direction is top notch. Uh, the actors uh, really good um, I recommend it. if you are into that kind of of show shows um, yeah give it a try really good 1899 on Netflix nice and uh, my little focus is uh, Danida Ortiz on Fulas a Spanish magician who did a card trick so so fucking good that Penn and Teller didn't even try to break it apart. They just said, fuck you, here's your bloody trophy. <laughs> <laughs> it is nice. amazing to see what he's doing. And is that he, the young, honest, is, is, is he kind of young? And he, no, no, that's well, the I, one I saw then. Okay. It, it is this thing aired just a couple of days ago, okay, maybe a so week ago yeah, or something. That's, that's yeah. Uh, it's. Um, He's doing uh, one of those. I, I mean, it's no, no sense trying to explain it because the, the mesmerizing of it is just so good. But if you know how good of a magician Penn and Teller are, mm-hmm. and you like to see people fool, try to fool them and make tricks and invent things and all that, then to show fool us is really really cool. Mm-hmm. Also, because sometimes if you listen to a lot of like the podcast i listen to like pen sunday school uh, a lot and sometimes they actually talk a lot about how tricks are made and you start to get a bit of this knowledge about how things are going on and looking at this one spanish magician it's like he's i can't i don't know anything about what he's trying to do how it works what he's doing because he's putting together so many seemingly absolutely random things mm-hmm. and he predicts them perfectly nice and when Penn and Teller themselves is looking at all of this, they're sitting at the same table. They're sitting next to him, looking at what he's doing. Yeah. And they have no fucking clue about what, what he did to make this work. That's what's crazy to me. When you are behind your screen and watching to close up magic. Yeah, and you can pause things and you can go yeah. like, oh, and he did a move there and he did a move there. And then, yeah, I saw like two or three of those. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I have no idea how that fits together to make anything like yeah, this. But when you are 20 inches away from the guy and you can't still see anything and can't see the trick. And, it's and like, you have yeah, like I love 50 that. years of experience in magic and yeah. you still can't that's do it yeah yeah, yeah. That, good. that's incredible okay. i hope you will have the the link in the thing for everyone yeah and i have yes, to show that to steph because she's gonna absolutely dig that yeah yeah for me pretty simple um since i didn't have really time or most of the stuff i'm consuming right now is about photography because i'm still learning trying to get better I have a lot of films in development at the moment. Ooh, <laughs> um, it's so that's something you didn't procrastinate. No, 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 absolutely not. Because <laughs> it's just um, every free second I have, I'm basically out shooting film at the moment. Cool. It's kind of like that honeymoon phase of just like, oh my god, everything's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the channel is uh, Thomas Heaton. I'm not sure if I um, mentioned him before. Uh, photographer out of England, I believe. Uh, also, just really chill. Time. 
really nice to show. I know I, I talked about William Verbeck and also um, I talked about. I do about not think Rainy you Days. focused him earlier. Excuse me. I don't think I don't think you focused on this fellow earlier. Good. Then it's Thomas Hitton because it's funny because the last video he published, uh, he bought an X Pen panorama camera from Hasselblad. Mm -hmm. And um, he's been testing it out in Hamburg in the red light district, which I found Ooh. absolutely hilarious because that guy is a nature photographer and he's trying to do a little bit of street photography and you see him all shy because he's not used to just photographing people. So it's just <laughs> a hilarious movie, just a hilarious video to watch. You see him mm -hmm. all shy, tiny. It's like, I don't want to stand still. I'm just going to walk by and press the shutter. <laughs> yeah. So that, that one was pretty fun. And the other videos are really good. Um, Very you cool. can see his love for f not just pictures but also filmmaking. Nice, really cool. Yep, and that's basically it. Great. Very nice. Any last little tidbits? bits? Have you bought all of your Christmas gifts yet? Are you starting to panic about that? All except I one. I bought m mine, and that's your it. yeah, your own. Yeah, my own. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm broke now. So. Yeah, nobody, nobody gets shit from me. <laughs> <laughs> your, your son is going to be little Timmy this, <laughs> this Christmas. <laughs> I, uh, I spent my last dime on a new graphic card for my computer because it was like uh, on discount for Black Friday. So, yeah, I, I'm broke, but I have a new, a brand new graphic card to yeah. edit videos. So I'm happy. Yeah, that's a good thing to have. Yeah. Nice. I'm just curious. I'm I, I'm starting to sort all, out all of mine, and it's one of those things like, uh, yeah, it's not December to... yet. You still have yeah. like a week. I know, I know, but I, it's I I try to stay ahead of the curve for once. Okay, good. It's it's, it's probably not going to work, but I, I'm trying. Do you have the Black Friday as well? <laughs> probably. I don't yeah. care. No, but you you can have very good deals. Like if you want to buy Lego, you have really good deals on the internet right now. Like minus. 40 or 50 percent uh, on lego yeah. sets so mm, something to consider if you want to buy some for yourself or give them to people maybe. wink wink maybe maybe we'll see <laughs> like like the blacksmith's house the lego set oh yeah right that's a like, thing yeah yeah wink like wink. yes <laughs> that, that, that's a good one to have or to get yeah from yes. someone i i, I guess I, I guess i've Need, need that one almost <laughs> we all do <laughs> <laughs> look what i gifted myself yeah right. yeah okay. yeah no uh yeah i think that's it yep if you want to get a hold of us or want to give us a small christmas gift you have patreon.com slash two-thirds focused and you can get a hold of us on any of the mostly social places if you're able to spell out two-thirds focused and you can find me at RasmusLewin and LewinSmear.no, especially if you're looking for a Christmas gift, because there's still a little bit of time for me to send things out to you. And you can find me at RedSmith or The RedSmith, everyone, the internet, and more specifically at TheRedSmith.com. And you can find me at NerdInventor.com for all the socials and also another channel on Instagram, um, Jan underline Maxwell, if you want to see what I'm up to with the photography thing, because I'm keeping that kind of off the Nerd Inventor one. Very cool stuff. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Have a good week. Bye-bye.